Jerry was here. I mean, huh? <laughs> is that right? Well, hey, uh, first off, obviously we're getting started today with our first practice. Uh, looking forward to that, but I do have one announcement, and we could talk uh, more through the uh, specifics. Our our pup uh, list here. Uh, we'll start with Amari uh, Cooper, uh, Chauncey Golston, Tristan Hill, Mitch Hyatt, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence and. Greg Zarline will not practice, and also T.J. Vassar. Okay, so um, if you have any questions, if you guys want to talk through that, let's. Demarcus had a postseason uh, surgery. We're not of high concern. Same thing with Greg. Uh, there's just things that we're being smart. They both had some postseason work. Mike, as far as working through, which of these guys do you anticipate being able to work into this camp and? Are there a couple of guys in there who may not be able to work in? I would think they'd all have a chance. Yeah, I don't think I don't see the entities as the long term. I think Tristan might be a little the furthest away, uh, but he's he's ahead of schedule. Same with Mitch. So, um, yeah, we're just like anything, and I think it's smart. Just being smart to uh, bring bring them back slowly. But I, I don't have any long term concerns of any really with any of the guys. How will you address the kicking situation? Right. Yeah, the Marcus is back, sir. In regards to kicking, will you be bringing someone in, or will Nice Wander take some? Yeah, Nice Wander will be handling all the, all the you know kicking and punting. So this is a great opportunity for Hunter. I think Greg had a surgery as well, or is correct? There... Yeah, yeah. Is there concern? You said there wasn't, but Demarcus, this is his third back surgery that he's had over the past few years. I think it was more of a cleanup. Yeah, there was there was not high concern. So uh, he's he he looks great. It's probably more us than him as far as uh, the timeline of him coming back. Like Jarwin didn't do much in the spring, what does it say that he's not on this list? Well, I think it says a lot. I, you know, I think also when you look at timing of injuries, and, you know, and, and, and I think it's uh, such a benefit uh, to have the resources, the facility, and, and where our players are here full time. I mean, you go through, you know, we talked last night as a team, um, just that it's probably one of the bigger off-season rehab lists that I know I've been a part of. And, uh, and all of our guys stayed here and stayed in Dallas for the rehab. So I think that speaks volumes, you know, for our, our training staff or our, our strength and conditioning staff. And, um, you know, actually Britt Brown, we, kind of, we, we recognized him last night in the team meeting. And, and the reason why I'm give, telling you that because I know this is going to really piss him off that I put this out in the media. So, um, but, you know, he did an incredible job. The whole staff did. But, uh, you know, I think Britt's unique in his, in his methods and his commitment. Um, so... Uh, you know, our, all of our guys did a great job. So, but it's just a timeline that we're just being smart with. Amari, is he falling to that same? It's probably more you than him in terms of. I think so. You know, and, and uh, you know, he had, he has a history there. Uh, he looks great. Uh, he's in great shape. So, I mean, this is the time of year to be smart. So no overall concerns about Amari. When, you know, when did he have the surgery? Is it, is it longer than expected? I think it's, you know, you know, we're not getting into specifics, um, you know, of everything. I think it's more for Mar to talk on. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned. I mean, I, th I think it's, you know, he's played a lot of football, um, you know, but if you, when you see him, he's in, he's in great shape. Uh, he's in the best shape that, uh, that, I've, that I've, you know, since I've been working with him. So, um. you know, how big of a challenge is it for Golston? You mentioned you only get 12 practices for a rookie to start trying to earn snaps. I mean, it's, I mean, it's definitely a challenge, you know, but, you know, he's, uh, he's got an injury that he's dealing with, and I uh, don't really have a timeline for him. So, but, you know, all of our players, including our rookies, you know, we had the rookie school where the rookies stayed an extra week. So I, I really feel 
good about what we're able to accomplish, you know, this offseason. Uh, we're spending as much time walking through things and so forth. Uh, yeah, he'll be ready. I mean, I, 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 he was in town through the whole break, you know, from June to July. So he's got a lot invested. I, I think Chauncey will do fine. Did Tristan have his surgery right after the season, or was it something that came up in the spring that he needed surgery? I think it was more it was in the spring. Yeah. Tristan I, don't have the, I don't recall the exact date. What's that? That's off seasons of spring, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Great job. Let's give it up for Rich, huh? That was awesome. <laughs> Way to participate. Right. <laughs> Help me when I need you, okay? I'm sure it's coming. But uh, with Tristan, was any setbacks, or was it just the, pro the, the progress? Oh, yeah, I think the timing of his injury and so forth. But yeah, he's, you know, as far as you know, the rehab schedule. I mean, he's he's right on schedule. I mean, he's he's been here the whole time, also. So, Mike, could you could you speak to your expectations this season? Uh, for Zeke and, and what role you want him to play in your offense. I mean, he came, he's coming off the worst season of his career, and there's probably a lot of reasons for that between the quarterback getting hurt, the offensive line issues. But could you just give us a sense of what your expectations are for him? I think the biggest thing for Zeke, and uh, and just like he's he's done since I know my first day here, is just, is just be himself. You know, he'll take advantage of his opportunities. I know it's uh, what his numbers are last year compared to the prior years, so. And you know the standard that he has set for himself, but you know he, he's uh, he does so much more than just run the football for us. So I, I you know he's he's a magnet full of energy. It's his birthday today, so we've had, you know we're having fun with that. But uh, you know he's got so much natural leadership, just just in the way he goes about his business. So uh, the production on the field is not a concern of mine. He'll, the production will be there with the opportunity. I, mean, I think you know like a lot of things last year. I clearly understand um, what the numbers reflect, uh, but also there was a lot of adversity that, that played into that. So, you know, we have a, we have a clean start. Uh, health is always a you know, part of your success, and uh, I think as long as, as we stay healthy, our, you know, our, our success has a chance to, to be at a, very high, at a very high level. You mentioned he attends the quarterback meetings. What's, what's the purpose of that, and how unusual is that in your experience? For uh, I, I just think it tells you his love of football. I mean, just to be in tune with the checks, you know, because, you know, you go to the, the quarterback meetings or you know, particularly this time of year, I mean, we're really not in there discussing plays, you know, because these guys put so much time in during the off season or the spring, whatever way you look at it. But uh, it's 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 more about checks and alerts and you know uh, communication. You, you know, you spend so much time on cadence because this is the time of year you're able to be together, you know, for 11, 12 hours a day in in a, in a workflow. So uh, the cadence and the at the line that that's that's where. You know, th th this time of year is so important. So to, to, to be part of those conversations in the quarterback room, it's, it's obviously beneficial. I mean, it, just watch the practice. You'll see after plays, you'll see Dak talking to Zach Martin and the quarterback. Because th those are the, we talk about the details and the little things that go into this and why you need training camp. Um, that's, that's a big part of it. I know it is for me in a way I've always operated on as far as the offensive approach. So, and, you know, the ability to play fast, uh, anticipate, to see things at the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, when you're, when you're, you're, your interior offensive line and your running backs are on the same page from a communication standpoint, as far as the anticipation of what's going on, obviously makes you a much better offense. What would be the difference between uh, between these four practices and when the pads go on in terms of objective and pace? Well, personally, I mean, the only thing different for these four practices is uh, I can't get fined for working hard. So, you know, we don't have pads on. 
Um, but no, it's uh, we want to get the tempo. I mean, we want, we want to get to playing fast, being sharp. You know, I think the the cadence operation. You know, the offense stressing the defense. The defense, uh, you know, anticipating what's what's coming. Uh, you know, being uh, you know situation specific. You know, you know, it's time to get into real football. You know, now you don't really get to that point until you put the pads on. But you know, time clocks, tempo. You know, the mechanics. Uh, the timing, the flow, you know, just as simple as the mock game, the sideline operation, getting in and out of the game, personnel substitutions, you know, those are all things that, uh, you know, just like anything in life, you, you need you need repetition, and and these these first four practices will, will give us that. What are some of the targets you'd like to see Dak hit his first week back in practice? Oh, I just want to see him get through every practice, and you know, ho- hopefully, uh, just knock the rust off. You know, get get through the the pain-free moments and. I think that everybody goes through when you're coming, coming back of a you know, uh, you know a big injury, a joint injury, and and I, I do think he's past that, but you know he has to go through this just like everybody else. Um, I mean, looks great. You know, he's got he was just out here in the walk through, talk through, and uh, you know he's got a lot of bounce in him. So, but it's you know camps, camps, you know you need camp. We all need camp. So, uh, but just really just to get the full practices under his belt, and I, I think Dak will be fine. Seeing fumbles last year that he had, was there any common theme as you guys reviewed it and saw the, like okay, things that he could do to prevent those issues? Oh, definitely. I think anytime you have a uh, turnover or giveaway on the offense, and no different on the other side of it. Uh, I, I think today's NFL uh, taking a football away. I mean, it's always been an art, but I think it's definitely a skill that that has definitely improved in 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 our game. And I think just the way you teach tackling and. Uh, so many teams are, are, are doing a much better job of it. You know, you're seeing it. You're seeing it done at the college level too. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 fundamental work that that you can emphasize. We emphasize it every day. Uh, it'll be it's part of our team meeting every single day. Uh, but yeah, it, it's things that we can continue to work on. Were there anything that he had last year was just bad luck, like he's reaching out and the ball hits a foot and he comes out? I mean, when you looked at it, I mean, I don't believe in bad luck when you're taking care of the football. So I mean, you you you, you have to. So and uh, and you know the other part of that too is, you know, the other ten men on the field have the responsibility to, to cover it, and that's that's why, uh, going back to the earlier question about tempo, finish, the pursuit, and the cover, all those things, uh, you know, from the first time you're able to go full speed, whether you're in helmets or, or full pads, this this is an opportunity to, to work on that, and that's that's definitely a skill set. It's a, it's part of your everyday operations and. Some teams do it better than others, and, and that's why it's a, it's a primary focus for us. We need to be much better in that area than we were last year. As an offense, you guys are well equipped to run 11 personnel, of course, but with Blake's return, what does that? What are the implications for what your offense can do out of 12? Dalton's breakout last year, and, and now Blake helping. Well, I think you definitely have to utilize your players, and, and you definitely with Dalton, with you know, with his contribution last year, that that has been recognized. Um, you know, 11, 12, 21, 22. I mean, you look at the primary personnel groups and normal down the distance, is which, which is going to be the, our, you know, our emphasis today. Normal down distance and second eight plus. You, you have to have all those because unfortunately injuries happen. You know, I had an instance in 2010 where we had uh, Jermichael Finley just was a, you know, in 2009 he came on and was such a great matchup for us and we spent the whole off season with every possible concept and formation uh, that you could possibly do out of 21 personnel and we lost to Michael I think week four so uh, so you, we had to adjust and flow and you know ironically that was a, end up being a great year but 
Uh, it was a it was a lesson learned in, in offensive installation and so forth. It's a long year. My point is, you, we, you know, I, I understand what eleven looks like. I understand uh, the fantasy fantasy football members out there want to, you know, they you know, how that works. But we got to be able to play, you know, eleven, twelve, twenty-one, and twenty-two in normal D and D. And I'm not saying that's the way we're going, but you have to have that flexibility, and that's why I'm, we, we we install by concept, uh, you know, formation and. In personnel is, is second because you got to be able to use all your players. Along those lines, were there with injury happened so early in early in the season last year? Were there plays in, in your guys' playbook that you just had to sideline when he got injured? Certain route combinations. Oh, so, like an injury? Yeah, you couldn't do out of twelve or what, what have you, even eleven, because he was no longer in the mix. Well, I think last year eleven was our was clearly our best personnel group. If you talk about you know how, how you wanted to play, but. Uh, I, I think when, you know, the investment that we had, particularly, you know, first year as a staff, uh, you know, didn't really have the off, didn't have the off seasons really work together in person. Um, then with the, the way the ramp up went with, you know, when we lost Blake, you know, we obviously all those reps that we did have, you know, you, 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 you know, we had tight ends that we didn't really know much about. So, uh, so obviously the three wide receiver set was was the primary focus for us. So, uh, but that that's not the case this year. Building on that, Mike, considering uh, what Pollard did in the spring, yeah. are you are you trying to uh, have formations so that the other team doesn't know exactly what personnel group you're in, really in? Well, you're, I mean, your question really makes my point. You know, it's the ability to play conceptually to attack the, the defense schematically. And, and the, the ability to have Tony play the wide receiver position keeps you in that mode because at the end of the day, the offense is built around making the quarterback successful. That's 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 what I believe in. That's the way we're set, um, and you know, and it starts with running the football, uh, and the ability to, to have the action game come off of that, and then be favorable matchup and concept conscious in the passing game. Because when the quarterback can play through the passing game conceptually, he plays faster, he's truer, he's not learning new plays based on who's in the game. I, th I think when you do that, in my experience, you slow him down a little bit. So. Uh, we, we, we want to make it as easy as possible for Dak and our quarterbacks to play conceptual football because uh, then that's where they're more efficient and, and then all of our reps carry over, you know, in our training. We asked you about the, the pup list earlier, but you had so many injuries across the team last year and, and the vast majority of them are able to start this camp full go. How You mentioned Brett earlier. Can you talk a little bit more about that, just the, how encouraging that is and, and what kind of – Tone that sets after what you dealt with last year. Definitely, I, I think it, it points to the commitment and just the way our organization is structured and and the way our players are wired. And uh, you know, and that's that's new for me uh, personally. Where you know you, the season's over and, and you walk in the door and it's like the this, you know the flow of the players coming in and out of the building hasn't changed a whole lot. You know, and you know it's a credit to Jerry and the Jones family uh, the fact that. You know, these guys come here in the morning. They're able to, you know, get in there. They have, you know, full-scale breakfast. The meals are still available, and they're able to get the workout, get the rehab, spend their morning, and then, you know, grab lunch on on, on the way out and, and just stay in the flow of their day. So, I don't know if you could have a better rehab situation, you know, for a professional athlete than than what's been established in, in our organization. Now, I, I don't, you know, we want we don't want to be known for having the greatest rehab process, but we, we have a heck of one when it happens. But uh, we had a large number, and 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 those guys were 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 there the whole season, and I and I think that's what you're seeing, and 
based off the number on pup and, and it's you know it's a pup list that there's not very high concern of any of these guys. With, with the Hall of Fame game, you guys start camp earlier than obviously almost every other team. That longer runway to week one, did that influence how you structured or scheduled your training camp practices or maybe some of the workload just to make sure guys are physically where you want to be so they're not too beaten down by the time week one comes around? Well, with compliments to the you know the league office and the NFLPA, they kind of control the workload right now. So I said that total with sarcasm. But uh, it's... Yeah, you're, I mean, everybody practices the same. You know, you're on limits. You know, you're on time limits. Uh, so you just gotta, you know, have to be creative in your teaching. Um, and, and you know, we have a, you know, we have a really good balance of, uh, you know, veter- veterans. That this this climate definitely benefits them. And, and and it doesn't matter what the work schedule is or how many hours you can really work. You're you're always pushing the younger guys to catch the the older guys. That's what this league's always been about. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think it gives us, you know, it gives us a chance to, um, to, you know, stay in concept teaching things I've talked about on already, and and be able to teach at a much better pace. I'm 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 very thankful that we're in the fourth game. I mean, I, I was, um, you know, obviously we didn't get to play in a Hall of Fame game last year. Uh, I'm personally looking forward to, you know, the playing in it, and I, I think particularly with this team, uh, this this extra week is, uh, we'll de- we we will definitely benefit from it. Mike, how does the 17, how does the 17 How different is a work day now than what it was when you started in the NFL and training camp? I mean, the only thing it's the same from 1993 to today is you get to wear a sweatshirt in the morning and at night because you're, you're in Oxnard, California, as opposed to River Falls, Wisconsin. I mean, you can't even compare it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a different era. I mean, it's, you practice in the morning, you practice in the afternoon, and you met at night, and, you know, then the, then the coaching staff met at, met after the staff meeting, so you didn't get a whole lot of sleep, and camp was longer. Um, I think we went 15 days in a row with two days practice and pads, so it was a whole different climate. Given the way it's set up now, can you talk about the importance of Dan Quinn's experience and how he can lean on that trying to teach the new defense to the new uh, I think it's excellent because, you know, Dan, Dan's been in the league a long time too, and, you know, and also I think his experience in college football uh, definitely benefits and because it's about we're teachers and, and the ability to teach and be creative and you know I mean Dan's meeting yesterday you know he spent 10 minutes talking about note taking so I mean, it's just you know when you're when you have that level of experience and if you see Joe Philbin uh, put in the run game install you, you can see their experience as teachers and the adaptation of the generation that we're coaching today as opposed to you know the guys we coached 20 25 years ago. When we sat down with you when you first joined the Cowboys you talked about before some of the off-season regulations, you really benefited by being able to sit down with Aaron Rodgers and go over film. How have you been able to navigate some of those rules with Dak this off-season, knowing how it's important? You've even said it kind of feels like year one. So how do you reset and try to move forward? He's healthy. He's got a year behind your belt. I think today's resources give you the opportunity to to, to accomplish that. Um, you can do so much more away from the office. You know, you don't have to have a meeting all the time. We're uh, we're you know, that classroom, that quarterback classroom was so sacred. Uh, the quarterback school, you know, how it started. Because, I mean, I, I was in the same format from, you know, 1993 to probably 2015. And, and, uh, and that's changed. It's changed with the generation. It's changed with college football. College football is a big part of it. Uh, just the way that they've had to uh, dive into the, you know, uh, how, they train their, how, how they train their players. You know, because they have to, I think the college football coach is doing an incredible job because they don't have the time 
to be with them, you know, as far as the practice time and, and what they're able to get done schematically and teach their players in that climate is it's impressive. So so you're getting a different type of player today as far as what he's been exposed to as opposed to 1993, in, you know, in the earlier era in like 2006. So um, I, I think the ability for, you know, Kellen and, and Doug to communicate and, um, you know, so it's it's constant, you know, as far as, you know, what, what goes on virtually and, and just the resources of, uh, you know, how much film's available. I mean, you, you're watching the same film that we watch, um, you know, because of what's available. You know, and that wasn't the case, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Last one, guys. The full workload ahead for Dak. How about the starting offensive line in particular, Tyron, Zach, and Lyle? What's, what's the workload plan for them this camp? Um, I mean, once again, there, there's workload uh, stress. I, I don't really feel is going to be a, you know, a factor because of the way the practices are, uh, you know, the build up and so forth. So, I guess to answer your question, just to you know, to take all the reps of the ones, and because you know, we we have to get our ones ready to play, but we also we have a lot of competition going on, and that's you know, that's something I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about because this is this is a very competitive roster. So the development of our young players is always at the forefront of my thinking. It's the forefront of everything we do from scheduling and, and so forth, and it's definitely heightened because of the competition that we have. Thank you. All right, thank you.